0: check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. What are we into today, Alan? You know. Dawn
1: is a teenage hooker and she's about to learn there's a new kind of law on the streets. It's only a traffic cop that antagonize him. The crime witnessed by a runaway who has just run into more than she bargained for. It's just like a
0: typical life for you or what?
2: Sometimes it gets rough.
1: Stalked by an unlikely killer with his own brand of justice. Jesus, lonely with me, your face. wild night. He'll stop at nothing. And nothing will stop him. She's a one-man force working a dangerous beat.
0: Let's oh, find some help. <laughs> I know. We need a place to spend the night.
1: For two desperate runaways, there's no one but each other. What
0: are you doing? I love you.
2: I don't know how to make love.
1: But for them, there's no escaping. Where would she go if she wanted to hide? They're straight tough. You're just gonna walk away? He's covering every corner. Where is she? Oh, she ditched me. She ditched me too. And they're fighting for their lives. What are you, doing? you got away? There's no place safe on the streets. calls a gritty and affecting portrait of a teenage throwaway stars married with children's Christina Applegate called one of the ten hottest young talents by People magazine and over-the-tops David Mendenhall from producer Roger Corman comes Streets with supporting POP that includes a theatrical size poster and will be featured on a two-sided oversized cassette box with primary target Also, a July release. The two sided over. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic.
0: Dude, dude,
2: no. oh. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic.
0: Movie Sucktastic.
2: Where the movies? Dawn is a
0: suck. Dawn is a hooker on the streets of New York <laughs> or New Orleans, whatever. What is
2: it? Uh, L. A. It's Venice. I believe. Ven- it's
0: Venice. 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 Yeah, you're right. You're right. Welcome Venice, to Movie California. Sucktastic. Scott is a hooker. <laughs>
1: He loves heroin. He's always on the H-train.
0: Okay, who doesn't? Come on. <laughs>
2: uh, so, welcome, everyone. This is uh, my challenge to Scott. Uh, now, the, th- uh, the theme, obviously, was um, uh, in, in the previous challenge, which was Wild Thing. I got the theme from you know living on the streets, hookers, uh, drugs being run in. So, my challenge, the theme was... Uh, this film, which also deals with some of the same things. Now, this is a film that I saw and actually really did enjoy when I was 14 years old. Uh, mainly because my infatuation with Christina Applegate at that time. Being a fan well, of Married with Children, you know, you I'm 14, every... hormones running wild. Uh, yeah, you she's... and every other teenage boy. Well, well of course. Yeah. I love the trailer too. Christina Applegate from Married with Children. Rated and varieties. That, top
0: And high. that kid from <laughs> over the top.
2: <laughs> and it's a it's a it's a movie trailer for it. And then at the end they're trying to, to sell another film with a movie poster and primary target is included. And anyone that, that watches this, the video, it's an eighty nine ninety five package. Two movies are ninety dollars on VHS. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean
2: that was the norm back then.
0: Well, because uh, cuz videotapes were priced for rental stores, they weren't priced to buy, to buy at your house.
2: That's right. And when they were priced, they were priced ridiculously, 50 to 100 yeah. in in that range. The only time you ever got movies that were 15 bucks, 20 bucks, 25 bucks were when they wanted you to like Roger Rabbit, Top Gun, All right, well, Crocodile let's... Dundee, like movies like that, these big blockbusters Jurassic Park. They would release them, and then they would release them to buy as well. And that was rare up now, until the re the release of uh, or the advent of DVDs.
0: Now, but and, what's what movie started the whole thing? Up to a certain point, you really couldn't buy new VHS tapes. They were just they were priced too expensive. They weren't meant for the the homeowner market. They were meant for the video rental market. What film broke that down?
2: I thought, and. I might say Titanic, but I thought that no. DVDs really killed killed yes. that, and and VHS I, tapes started to go on not- sale more often because DVDs, as soon as the movie no. was out in theaters, three four months later, you could buy it for twenty bucks.
0: No, yeah, no, DVDs did kill it, but at at a certain point when DVDs started coming out, you could also buy new VHS tapes. I'm saying there was a point where there really wasn't uh, you weren't you really weren't going out buying VHS tapes. You were just renting them because they were priced for rental stores, what's the film that released the video of the film at such a low price that anybody could buy it? What's the big blockbuster movie?
2: Um, no? I'm, well, I mean, I could name 50 blockbuster films. I don't no, know. but, but which, this is the Any, one any of them would be right.
0: No, um, no, no. Only one of them would be right because only one of them was the first one to come out at $20 at a reasonable price where any family could purchase it. It was a big deal when it came out.
2: I don't know. What is it?
0: Batman. Michael Keaton's Batman.
2: Really? Okay. Yeah, I could see that.
0: It, it was the first one. That was the, it was was big news. They released $20 for the VHS tape. So people didn't have to rent it. They could go out and buy it. And it just it blew, it, it blew up with that. And after that, they started making the special editions and coming out and lowering the prices so people could buy them. Because that's when you actually started getting a real collector collector's market for VHS tapes be, beyond buying used tapes from your video store
2: now personally I never really I didn't buy many VHS tapes even when they were cheap um, I recorded a lot of stuff off of uh, cable and and, and TV mm-hmm. and whatnot and if I wanted it to be a you know a special film I'd put the the VCR in SP mode remember SP mode yep where it, anyone out there that doesn't know that, it would be a six-hour tape you'd buy, and SP mode would cut it down to two hours. So you had to make sure your film was two hours or less, or else you'd run out of tape. But you'd get the best quality. That's what SP mode meant.
0: Well, And that's why uh, an EP was a six-hour, LP was four-hour. Right. And uh, that's what helped VHS beat out Betamax, because Betamax only had one-hour videotapes. At first, VHS was the first system to come out with a two-hour Tape right. that you could put a whole
2: movie on. It's ironic. I actually just got into this conversation with someone today about Beta and whatnot. Uh, the big, the, the more than that, the biggest reason why Beta failed was because Sony, uh, they were in the invent, uh, inventor of Beta, and greedy. You know, nothing has changed <laughs> since then. But they did not give anybody else the rights to make Beta film or uh, machines, the Betamax players they were the only ones that wanted to make a Betamax player. But mm-hmm. uh, VHS or VCR, I believe Panasonic or RCA invented that, and they just they gave the rights out to anybody. Oh, you, you know, so- uh, Sanyo, you want to make a VHS player? Go right ahead. So every company was able to make a VHS player, and they saturated the market, and you had better deals, you had more companies making them, and that- Betamax went the way of the Dodo
0: that is a major part. I would argue, though, that having the first two hour tape oh, to record stuff on was was probably the 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 big reason. I mean, sure.
2: Well, think of it this yeah. way: Beta was the superior uh, format. Oh yeah. It was but- a smaller tape. They eventually right. fixed the one hour tape. You mm-hmm. know, but it, by that time, everyone was already buying up the VCRs, and it
0: just you know it just yeah. wasn't enough. And they had all piss-poor advertising campaign, it it was like New Coke, that bad.
2: Yeah, New Coke. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, moving away from that.
0: What are we talking uh, about again?
2: We're talking about the movie Streets.
0: Oh, yeah. um, Yeah. (laughs) Now, having never... I I remember watching parts of this at the comic store uh, back in the day. But I never actually sat in, sat down and watched it from beginning to end, and this is the first time I've really done that. And I got to say, this movie does have some interesting things going for it. Again, basic plot is uh, the kid from Over the Top bumps into the girl from Married to Children. She's an heroin addict. He's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> insert, insert serial killer that's trying to track down Christina Applegate because she can ID him, and uh, hilarity ensues. But one of the big things it has going and this is the same thing that I pointed out with uh, Wild Thing last episode, this film really takes itself seriously. Mm-hmm. It re- It's really trying to portray the life of these homeless runaways and uh, you know kids on the str- living on the streets.
2: Yeah, I mean, everything, I mean, you could tell that they tried hard to make this film. I mean, just any, like the scene that's on now, the, the cop, the serial killer cop, uh, he's at his apartment, and they have this blue filter on it. You know, now, they're you really trying with, to go for, like, some serious cinematography here.
0: Well, you see that now, you, and you, as you go through the film, you'll see whenever you have scenes with him alone or him with police, they're blue-filtered, very, uh, you know, light blue, you know, dark yeah. blue. Meanwhile, whenever you're in scenes with Dawn, majority of those are very warm, orange, red. Yeah, uh, sure. Har- now, now, not soft-like, though. It's really a harsh light, so there's there's that glowing nature to it that kind of uh daylight but it's a fading daylight or a dawn kind of daylight right and it, it, it's uh it's not flattering to her as well i mean she, you know it's kind of pretty but he, it's not exactly yeah. what you would call like uh a, a lug, you know a soft light
2: yeah the blue coats give you to
0: the white coats <laughs> blue coats blue coats blow your fucking head off
2: yeah uh, there's no a way scene coast. where he decides to shove an entire rosebush thorn right through his hand.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, which, and, and that's, I don't know if that's, that's, that's possible, different.
2: but it's still kind of a cool no. scene.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of imagery going on. Like that scene alone, you've got—I mean, you've got him with the rosebush and pushing the thorn through his hand, which kind of symbolizes—he's torturing you know, ro- himself. Well, he obviously, he's torturing himself. He just shoved shit through his hand. But well, like, no, no, the, no. It's—it's well, it's
2: almost like an Albert Fish, where every time he create, he—you know uh have do this horrific crime he he torture himself for like you know to repent uh, essentially
0: no I, I disagree totally that's not why he's doing that he's he's doing that because christina applegate got away and he's in the moment of confusion but he's not, he's like not trying a, to
2: feel something
0: no well th- that's what the symbology is though is the whole idea that roses signify you know love. Uh, romance, that kind of thing, and that has no effect on him, but pain does, hence the thorn. So yeah, there is an imagery there, but I don't think he's doing it, I, I don't think it's a ritual with them, otherwise there would have been like, more holes in his hands if he did it after every time he killed a girl. Uh, then you got the whole thing where he picks the cat up and stares at it, uh, doesn't really understand pussy, not really heavy imagery here, you can kind of get that on the surface. Uh, and don't forget his, uh, his handgun, the big phallic firearm, because uh, sometimes... With the silencer? A cigar- suppressor suppressor but i mean just you know when the when a guy who's got woman issues is going around killing prostitutes he's got this huge like uh like a sawed-off shotgun with a suppressor sometimes a cigar is just a cigar and sometimes a gun is a big black cock of death <laughs> what where <laughs> where are you going with this i'm so that, that the gun is an extension of his his cock really he's his penis if you will and that yeah you don't you don't get that in the film especially when he shoves it up the one guy's ass well and when he's he did, waving yeah he did it, do that it, and how he you know and just like he's just every every discharge from that gun uh, is is like <laughs> uh, like sexual frustration being hurled violently at whatever person he's pointing it at even at the end where he's waving it in the kid's face that kind of you know fully erect mind you uh, there's a lot of sexual imagery going on here uh, with the main character and and you see that throughout the film and it's uh, especially as far as like the homeless kids all living under bridges and in tunnels uh there's yeah it's it's very interesting to watch because there's there's more thought there's actually thought going on in the film process the director really gets kudos for me for that kind of stuff
2: yeah no no believe me uh, and we'll talk about the very very end cuz i i want to get your take on what the hell happened there it is just it's a little <laughs> piece of imagery that I don't know the, if it was by accident.
0: The beginning and the w- end. The beginning the, and the end.
2: The beginning, it happened in the beginning? Or maybe uh, we're no. talking about two different things, but we'll get to I, it.
0: I don't think so, but we'll get to that.
2: Okay. Uh, one of the things that um, annoyed me about the film was that the kid from over the top is in it. Hmm. And even when I was 14, I didn't like him. And I think, because I was 14 when I saw it, my main reason was he got to hang out with Christina Applegate, and at one point gets to touch her boobies.
0: <laughs> Dude, he nails her.
2: He well, yeah. And one of the things that I noticed in the film is everyone rips condoms with their teeth.
0: Who does that? Uh, I I I don't know.
2: Not once in my entire life have I done it that way ever.
0: It's a it's a visual thing, I and mean, it's it's sexual too. There's a violence to it, pulling you know, I ripping it with I, the teeth instead of a. Uh... Now, so. I want I want to point out the fact that it's it's not bad it's not bad enough that uh, the kid from Over the Top is in the film, and it's not bad enough that the kid from Over the Top nails Christina Applegate. Yeah. But I have to actually watch as the kid from Over the Top puts on a condom, <laughs> awkwardly, puts on the condom. There's Very. this that. that that scene is so for me just, I, I would rather go back and watch like the, the, the anal gun scene again. That was less <laughs> that was less uh, bothersome than just him like okay do we have to show everything there's like milk in the scene
2: <laughs> He tells her he loves her
0: Well, <sighs> now he, he, he learned I think we saw the, the evolution of a, a child. Becoming a man and learning about romance, mm-hmm. and that this kid w- learns one of the very one of the main rules or uh, guidelines, I think you could say, you learn when you st- start dating or romancing women. Wait till she takes the heroin, then make your move. <laughs> Always, that's can't win, can't lose, can't lose. Sure, it's a win-win yeah, he's, situation.
2: He's a brave soul too, prostitute. Takes heroin, probably shares dirty needles. Next thing you know, he's got HIV. You know, dropped sixty pounds in a year. Goodbye. <laughs> brave kid, stupid. It's brave.
0: It's yeah. It's it's kind of weird how they try to. And here's where the, where I'll go negative on the film. They do try to protect the dawn character now even the name even choosing the name dawn i think is kind of cool because uh you know r- real writers will always pick names that do kind of invoke what they want with the character and with dawn you do mm-hmm. have this idea of uh, budding uh womanhood so you know the, the sun rising etc and again that's why her color is orange too you know as far as the lighting goes uh, the, you know the warm warm sunlight yeah but, they're in the uh, locker
2: room now and it's another blue filter
0: right so whenever you're dealing with the cops or specifically a lumley character uh you're gonna have that blue now they they but they try to clean up her character all right again teenage teenage underage teenager living on the street 16 prostitute heroin addict but the film kind of goes out of its way to say, "Oh, she doesn't do sex; she only does like oral." And so, so you know, yeah, I guess it's yeah. yeah, the Bill Clinton rule. And then on the one <laughs> one trip we follow her with that doesn't involve like trying to kill her, uh, she like talks the guy out of doing oral sex. Oh, my tooth hurts, which not going to work. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's one of those. That's one of the excuses that just don't work, and it, it's it's like trying to. Add purity to a character that's really just not pure in the least, not by her own. Pr- and again, child growing up in the streets with a mother who was a prostitute, it's one of those things where it's a, it's a not it's you can't win situation. But they they just try to whitewash it just a little bit, and it, it just yeah oh yeah I carry condoms and like you like you pointed out, and you shoot up with needles in uh, you know in sewers. So wait right. you know, good way to keep clean. What really? on if they had if they had pointed to the uh or if if the, uh, Cy, uh David Mendelhall's character had pointed to that kind of uh that um Wait, it's a fuck's so. the word no the things two things that don't make sense together that clash why can't I think of words tonight I'm dying uh that con that, uh, contrast I'll use the word contrast because I can't fucking think uh, if he had pointed to that contradiction, thank you, that contradiction of what she's doing, that would have made sense and would have shown the contradiction of the character more fully. But I, I don't think they were going for that. I just feel they were going for, well, we can't make her a dirty whore, so we'll make her a clean whore. Yeah.
2: and she's sixteen, and her parents have to sign off on consent anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did like, the, I do like, I did like in the opening where uh, the kid asks her, are, "Are you a prostitute?" and she says, "No, I'm a whore." Uh, you know I'm not <laughs> I don't I'm not a professional
2: no nah, yeah I'm not a pro
0: <laughs> yeah so th- that that spoke to me I like that the whole idea acknowledgement of what you are and what you're doing but at the same time they're gonna pull this condom thing uh, as some kind of uh oh you know yeah she's she's trying to be as clean as possible yeah right yeah it's not gonna work now I my theory in the film is that the character, Psy, is actually the actual character from over the top (laughs) and ran away from sylvester stallone's home you know years later after he's you know he's come on he spent all his entire his childhood cooped up in these military schools and all of a sudden he's living with a truck driving father of course he's gonna one day say yeah you know what i'm gonna go out on my own and go to venice beach would be a rock star yeah, I will be a rock star in Hollywood. I can do it. Yeah, yeah I, I can drive a truck. I can become a rock star. It makes perfect sense to me. And he's just <laughs> as dumb in this as he is in over the top. So it, it really yeah. does work. It should be a. It should be the sequel. It should be like over, over the top, and then this should be the sequel, like like uh, under the bridge, <laughs> or you know. Why not? Sure. I I haven't f- thought it out fully, but you know, and you could you could almost even make Christina Applegate's character Kelly Bundy. Yeah, why not? If you got rid of the whole backstory of her mother being a prostitute in California, <laughs> yeah, we, we 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 can make this work. We really could.
2: So uh, Lumley's character, mm-hmm. it's like you said in the beginning of the film, he picks her up. Killer and cop. He, of course, he doesn't want just the you know oral or a hand job or anything. He tries to uh, essentially rape her because she's now resisting. And Sai is he's. Just snoozing underneath the pier where they're uh, where they're going to do this, and he tries to kill her, and Sai saves her. Mm-hmm. Um, from that point, they have this kind of weird relationship throughout the rest of the film that gets more and more revealing. You know, like she's doing heroin in the bathroom, uh, and her friend Bob, he spells it backwards, yada yada yada. <laughs> um, but he. They have these really kind of neat shots where she's doing heroin in the bathroom and the door's wide open, but she don't care. And you see him in the mirror watching her do heroin and Bob's just hanging out on the bed. He's just like, yeah, I like this. This is cool. I want to get that. Because <laughs> apparently it's a crime scene and he knows someone. He got in there to, to go get free clothes and shit. Um, but the relationship in the film, it and and the music that they choose, too, it. it Oh, yeah. it it works. For it weirdly it works. You know, it kind of sets this tone for the film where like you do have you kind of feel sorry for these characters because the music sets that tone. And well even
0: even the the killer cop has this kind of weird like slightly off-kilter romantic music or soft music yeah. where it, it's it, yeah, I mean it's it's not really what you're what you're used to for like creepy killer music. It's it's almost like this sad lilting uh sing song and it plays several times with him throughout yeah, it. Absolutely. His death they play it during his death scene. When when and th- you know what after all the issues I had with Wild Thing, thank God finally somebody shot his powerhouse. <laughs> I've been waiting for that. <laughs> I, yes. I, I, somebody, I, I'm did. watching it. I'm watching it. I actually said it. They shocked his powerhouse. Yes.
2: <laughs> they shocked your powerhouse, blue coat. Blue coats give you to the white coats. I gotta get some sound files up in this shit.
0: <laughs>
2: I, I, you know, I only paid for like a soundboard and everything, and I got like four sound. Yeah, files.
0: get on the get on the ball, guy.
2: Yeah. Well, first I have to have time. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> so excuses. Yeah,
0: yeah c- now kind of. Um, and let's not forget too that uh, it's one of those things where, as Christina Applegate is is wandering from John to heroin needle, she's leaving a t- trail of her dead friends.
2: Everyone she comes in contact with dies. To well, her, her, her friend with the terrible face tattoo. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, which is the only nudity you see in the film? Are her boobs?
0: I, I actually, you you can just say face tattoo. You don't have to say a horrible face tattoo. That's the the first part. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> that's
2: two movies in a row with terrible fake tattoos.
0: Um. Oh, you said fake tattoo. I thought I you said face tattoo.
2: No, I did say face, but okay, obviously meant, face. It, she didn't get a real face tattoo for the movie. But uh, it, 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 it still could have been still a real person pretty bad with a
0: face. It could have been a real person with a face tattoo. You don't know.
2: That's a shame. I doubt it though. It looked pretty. Um.
0: Fake. Yeah, he he goes. He, he's trying to track her down. Uh, and he's the only person they don't really show him kill is the little kid who, whose hand he burns on his hot motorcycle exhaust. So right. we're not really sure yeah. if that kid's dead or not. But he doesn't pop up again. So
2: some tells me that he, for some reason, he didn't kill him.
0: I don't know why, uh,
2: but I get the feeling that he didn't.
0: I, I really think he did. Because if he's concerned about somebody IDing him, why would he leave that kid? He's killed everybody else he's, he's talked to. Why not kill right. the kid?
2: And what's, what's what's funny about the whole ID thing is the second she had that interaction with him where she ended up getting away, it yeah. was was not even a second thought. She would have never said anything ever.
0: Yeah, and that's great. I I like that part of the story, and I also like right. the part that it's not like oh she's the one that got away. But, uh, as far as like an obsession with tracking her down, but it's really more of like ass coverage. Like shit, she can ID me. Right. <laughs> I need to you know no no loose no loose yeah a, now a little bit near the end of course it becomes an obsession. It becomes a little more like that, but still the the driving force, uh, at least on the surface, is you know she she's a witness. I do have to get rid of her. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll I'll will give you that near the end. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm gonna get her no matter fucking what.
2: Right, exactly. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, she probably would have known. Even if she came across her character, it gets that feeling that mm. if she saw something on the news or newspaper, or whatever, and it's like, wow, he's the serial killer. She probably would have said, "Where's my next? Where's my next fix?" <laughs> she probably wouldn't have cared even at that point.
0: My favorite scene in the entire film. Can you guess? Favorite ever, ever. Ever, the one I rewound three times.
2: The one, <laughs> uh, the one you rewound three times. God, what could it have been? Let's see. I gotta run the film real quickly in my head. Um,
0: <laughs> was it when
2: uh, the over-the-top kid falls off his bike? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> where it's absolutely not, and it's absolutely There's, an accident. It was not it, meant to be in the film.
0: It's a long, it's a long high speed chase where the kid's on his bicycle and the cops on a motorcycle, and somehow the kid keeps getting ahead of the cop. And at one point, it's 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 uh, it's like it's like the camera's on the back of a car, so the kid's coming at the camera, rolling, and they're it's going down the street, and and he just go he just swivels, the wheel spins, and he just face plants into the concrete. Wham! And there is not a <laughs> doubt in your mind that that was not planned.
2: Yeah, totally not fucked in that least. up. Not the least. Yeah, he totally fucked it up.
0: And he, he like his, but his face because there's not even, it just, his face literally hits the ground, his feet go up behind him. No, that that's not like a, a planned wipeout. That was, oh shit.
2: Now, <laughs> if you were going to base that alone uh, as the theme for your next challenge one i would say no to it because the movie is amazing and we don't do that here but it would be fight club on that scene alone because oh. when brad pitt is on the bicycle in the house and he's going in circles and norton is in the tub uh talking about you know uh you know uh, uh, jack and jill with the body parts and everything yeah well, there's a scene in the film that you only know from like the audio commentary and some special features that he's meant to fall off the bike, but he had to do it on purpose, but needed to make it look like it was, you know, genuine. And they, they said they did it like 20 times, but the first time he did it, he actually fucked up and fell off so perfectly that that's the take that they used. So that mm-hmm. could potentially be a theme to challenge me, say, to Fight Club. Uh, now, I, I, but I, 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 I wouldn't accept off. it because it's it's Fight oh, Club. Sure, you can't, you can't. I
0: would have I would have veered off a bit more towards, uh, and we could spend a whole episode talking about a good movie, but eh, uh, it's not as that, much fun. With Fight Club, at the at least you'd have a lot to talk about as far as uh, imagery, themes, things like that.
2: Oh, the whole psyche and all that shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah psyche and shit.
2: Book, to, um, book the I would, film. I would have veered the you know. other way
0: towards um, Premium Rush.
2: Oh, is that the one with Joseph, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Le-
0: Le- yeah, or I could have gone What's... Quicksilver.
2: Oh. Vision Quest? Could could go Vision Quest.
0: Never seen it, so I guess I could have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's my St- I still haven't
2: seen Premium Rush. Oh, I, and I, like you, rewound that a few times, because the fact that he was in pain... I knew for real, made me happy.
0: And after that scene, when you're watching other other parts, where like the shirt's torn, like okay, did that tear is that like a is that a costume designer tear or is that when he fucked himself up falling off the bike? (laughs) Can only hope. My and my second favorite scene, and this is why we have to start doing audio commentaries or voiceovers while playing the movies, is at the end. Uh, and, And I have a lot. I have a lot about the end that I, I have to vent about okay just because i mean do you mind if i lead into that go right ahead is that I'll, they'll follow they've, you they survive everything with the cop chasing them to kill them uh and they're in so the kid's like hey my parents are cool I, I told him I have a friend that's going to come back with me. We'll explain the whole, uh, you know, drug addiction thing when you start going cold turkey. But, you know, come with me. We'll get you out of all this, and we'll start a fresh life. Obviously, the kid comes for money. It's like a, it's like a one-way ticket to, you know, out of this fucking slime pit of, us, you know, living in the streets. And she she says, no. She says, I'm not going with you. It'll never work out. And, you know, he's like, well, give it a shot. I said, no, she won't do it. Now, ignoring the fact and and of course ignoring the fact that all her friends are dead because she killed them (laughs) and at this point word probably got out that her friends are dead because of her so i'm sure it's gonna be harder to create new friendships uh but i do like the fact that after she says she's not gonna go and everything and they hug she she, there's that part where they're quiet she says i love you and the next line (laughs) has to be but i love heroin more <laughs> cuz that's what she's really saying.
2: Oh. Yeah, there's no reason yeah. to stay unless you love something more. heroin.
0: It's it's not like she again, it's not like she's got her, you know, her street rat cronies out there to go. No, they're all dead. You you got them all killed already. Good. There's, there's, there's less than nothing waiting for you. Now the other, ki- the, the girls that she was rooming with in, in the uh, drain pipe are dead. So I guess that means she's tripled her real estate, but I I don't <laughs> think it's gonna have any long term benefits for her. No. And then she's like, oh, can I get some money off you? She's like, yeah, here's the ticket I bought. You You can cash that in. It says, oh, so why don't you use all the money you scammed off the the the, the guy you gave the handjob to before you got him killed. <laughs> you scammed like 60 bucks off of him why, you know, why do you need the, the, the bus ticket yeah and you,
2: he, just, he was just so nice to her <laughs> it's his anniversary <laughs> his wife now, I, I was supposed to be somewhere an hour ago it's my anniversary <laughs> it's my wife <laughs> yeah that's a great relationship right there he's out getting hand jobs on his anniversary when he should be meeting his wife for dinner
0: it's just now, and, and that that whole scene too also is that kind of a whitewashing of her character, uh, because you know all right you know the one the one scene with the cop you only see her with John's twice the cop and then with this this milk toast guy in the BMW, right? Um, and yeah, he's yuppie. just a very soft spoken shy guy that she takes advantage of and you're like you're like good take advantage of him because he's you know getting underage prostitutes bad guy bad, it you know so. And she's, she has, like, all the power in that scene, so it's really like, oh, yeah, she's a prostitute, but it's not like it's dangerous or anything except for the occasional, you know, serial killer. It, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, if the film was going for that, like, dirty, but you know, I, I don't know, how far can you go? I mean, she can't be uh, uh, Jodie Foster from Taxi Driver. Well, she could have, but it would have been a much darker film.
2: It would have, sure.
0: Yeah. yeah. And if she had a pimp or something, you know, protecting her, then I could see why she said, well, I'm not leaving. Why would I leave? Johnny needs me.
2: Yeah, she does everything herself. She, you know, she couldn't read. So one of the scenes where she says, yeah, I'll be the smartest uh, or I'll be the dumbest girl in kindergarten or something like that. Yeah. Just some shit like that. And Mm -hmm. I actually get that. You know, it's like she's scared. I can't read. I'm going to have to learn to do that. I'm going to have to commit to something other than heroin, which I love. So there's all of these things probably going through her head that if she even makes the attempt, it might even be harder than kicking heroin.
0: Yeah, but it might be easier than avoiding the cop that you were trying to blow suddenly trying to kill you.
2: Well, yeah, sure, but That'll when be... you're, you know, a drug addict, uh, I would imagine there's a yeah. lot of things now, that you're thinking of. Now,
0: obviously, I'm coming at it from a rational standpoint, and obviously, if you're a heroin addicted underage prost- prostitute maybe rational is not the area you're coming from so yeah. i get that and i'm not saying it's unrealistic it just makes me hate the character more but i'm not saying it's a bad ending i just don't No, no. It.
2: well it's not the greatest ending um what okay so now that we've All talked right. about the ending yes what's
0: with the dog from the beginning and the end there was did i miss the dog in the beginning Yes, she did. If you go to our Facebook page, I posted both picture, screenshots from both the beginning and the end that showed that dog. When, in the beginning, when she's sitting on the be- park bench, the little girl tows the dog in the wheelchair oh, shit, in front you're of her. Right. And then at the end, as she leaves, the girl tows the wheelchair dog behind her after she's left. Now this is stark, book-ended imagery, depicting. I don't have a fucking clue. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Can't what's it supposed what- to mean? I don't know. I it's it's gotta mean something because it's in there. And it, if it wasn't for the fact that the film had like the the, the different lighting and you know, you're you know, the metaphors with the roses and the cat and the you know, big black cock of death. I mean, there's <laughs> enough of that going on where I have to give the director some credit that if he went out of his way to find a girl or find a dog in a wheelchair and have a little girl tow it in two separate scenes from the film, it had to be there for a reason. And I just don't know what it is. And this film did did not gain enough of, of a popularity of any kind no. where I can easily find uh, articles on it. It
2: barely made the challenge. Because, you know, our challenges have to be a theatrical release. And it was released in America. It was a January release. Uh, January 19th, 1990. So it just makes the challenge criteria. So it the budget, there isn't... Uh, a list for the budget it made 1.5 million dollars and that's it i would imagine that this film didn't cost that much so <coughs> but you're right there is next to nothing there is next to nothing about it now in
0: 2011 yeah i just want to, to interject with that and say and i ha- i would hazard that when christina Applegate is interviewed this doesn't come up often
2: i i wish it did because i wonder well, if she obviously. would actually talk about it
0: yeah, I'm I, I sure she would too. But uh, and obviously, but uh, you you just know that nobody's asking about this film, especially with her varied career. Everybody wants to talk about married children. You know, no one wants to say, "Hey, you know, what was it like rubbing up against the kid from uh, Over the Top?" <laughs>
2: now, um...
0: And I think I think that goes in, in my book as one of the most awkward sex scenes ever. She she's glassy eyed and doped up. He's awkward and just like probably putting on a condom for the first time ever (laughs) it's just kind of like for all you know he didn't even make it in Uh, that's as as graphic as i'm gonna get but (laughs) it's i mean for all she knows it didn't even happen that's how twisted that that love scene is
2: and i freeze framed in like super slow-mo to see that shot because there's oh i bet you did there's a scene where uh he's holding her breasts and you don't see nipple there which really sucks and then there's yeah, a shot you, where he's laying on top of her, and they're ripping open the condom, and he moves in such a way that you see her entire breast, but I freeze framed it. There's just tape, covering her on, nipples
0: because she, she's underage. So yeah, they're they're gonna avoid showing nipples and stuff. Sure. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, wait. Well, was she really underage? I don't. Hold on. Her birth date here. Yeah. Find her birthday. Um, I thought I, she I, was. I forgot, I forgot. I thought she was uh, underage. 1971. No, she no. 71. She she was 81. like 19. Oh shit. She's just a prude. She's playing 16, but she was
2: 19 when she did this. Jesus.
0: Well, maybe 18. I don't know when they filmed it and when it really was re- released. But it really we'll say it 19... was
2: it was filmed in '89. So, 71. Maybe was... I,
0: again. We can 18. guess, but yeah, 18, 19.
2: I would say she was definitely 18 when she did it. Uh She probably just didn't want to do nudity. Now, uh, on the wiki page, it said that it was going to come out with, uh, and I want to get it right, um, a double feature DVD uh, April nineteenth, two 2011 as part of the Roger Corman cult classic uh, through Shout Factory. Now, two things with that. One, I don't think that DVD ever came out. And if it did, I want to know if there is some sort of audio commentary because maybe some of our answers or questions will be answered. Oh, and I seriously doubt
0: audio commentary. And
2: two, Shout Factory is one of the best uh, companies working right now, releasing uh, cool stuff, hard to find stuff in a, you know Blu-ray, like Street Trash. Um, they did um, Crime Wave, you know things of that nature. So if they release the DVD, they may have the rights and. Maybe they will release it in Blu-ray with some special features of some kind. Um, Actually, let's see, Roger Corman, because Roger Corman produced the film, even back in nineteen ninety. So, Uh Roger Corman cult classics. I'm trying to see if that deep because it said that double feature DVD was coming out in two thousand eleven. It's available. It is they have a, it on their
0: website they have it on their website for twenty dollars it's streets and uh tell um, me it's not primary no, no 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 it's some other prostitute okay. movie uh angel in red
2: angel in red okay huh does it say have list any kind of commentary or anything like that for oh I, I
0: should be looking at that shouldn't I you know I'll, I'll check I, that I out would I don't think so. No, it, nope. looks, it looks bare bones. It's a it's a it's a two movie on one disc set. Of course, it's not gonna have audio commentary. No, no, it's two discs. It's, I'm sorry, it's a two disc set. Yeah. No, one disc. It, it says. All right. So confusing. there's a movie like, on each
2: side of the disc.
0: Uh, I don't know. These days, it could be two movies on one side. I don't know. Oh sh, yeah, that's true. But it's but it's one disc. Yeah. So there's no there's no audio commentary or anything. It's just bare bones. Shit. All
2: right. Let's see. Is the director still alive? Still alive. Oh <laughs> good. We should try and uh, interview that person. What have they directed? Streets oh my god. Poison Ivy. The one with mm-hmm, uh, the Barrymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Carry two or the rage carry two.
0: Which which I briefly considered being your challenge this week. Oh really? Briefly. <clears throat> briefly. Briefly? But I, I decided against it. Okay.
2: So have we uh, have we given this film its due?
0: I'm trying. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, there's again, it's there's not much to talk about the film because it is your typical. I really one. I almost tried to challenge you to uh, because really, when you start talking about uh, serial killers killing prostitutes, shit, just pick a fucking uh, Charles Bronson film. Oh yeah. You know, pick any cop film from the '80s, and you're going to have a serial killer killing young women. So it would have been a really easy digress sure, there. Sure, like fucking uh, ten to
2: midnight. I mean, come on.
0: Ten to midnight <laughs> is that was actually one of the films. Yeah. Well, what creepy. was the one
2: that uh, fucking that tightrope? Was that was that was uh, uh, Clint Eastwood? Was that?
0: That was Clint Eastwood. That was Clint Eastwood.
2: Was tightrope that was that the plot for that serial killer killing women or? I I, uh, I believe that
0: was a serial killer killing woman because. I just to remember the-
2: in ten to midnight, and that was another film I saw when I was a kid. Don't mm-hmm. even, believe me. My parents they let me watch anything. Um... <laughs> but I love the end of that movie. I have a problem. <laughs> and Charles Bronson's like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Takes care of the problem.
0: <laughs> you know, there's a lot to be said for that whole 80s vengeance uh, crime flick stuff. It was... Re- yeah. there's, I, it, it's, there's something, there was at least a style going on there. I don't know. Um, and why does the yeah, movie but-
2: uh, The Evil That Men Do, that, that comes to mind for some reason, too.
0: The Evil That Men Do, uh, off the top of my list. I don't
2: think Charles Bronson, I want to say he was in that, but but there was a film called th- the, e- wait, wait, the Evil That think, Men Do.
0: Are you thinking of The Evil of Fu Manchu? Because that's a different thing.
2: <laughs> no. Uh, the evil, evil That Men Do. I want to say Charles that Bronson Charles was Bronson. in that. that, that is, it is Charles that Bronson.
0: It is Charles Bronson, 1984.
2: 1984. And I believe the plot of that was also something... So- no, okay. It's just different. All right,
0: a Professional Killer. But the, yeah, yeah Bruno Mur of an old friend. It's it's a little less than that. But uh, no no serial, no serial killing of women. Okay, I, I wanted to say that that was that plot, but I'm just
2: surprised I remembered that Charles Bronson was in it. So
0: hey, uh, but again, like the plot is very simple. But mm-hmm. what the film has going for it is, I mean, it's a slow film. As far as there are a lot of dramatic scenes and a lot of kind of you know, it's weird. It's it's like the most twisted teen romance film you'll ever see
2: it's gonna go in my collection
0: it's it's I'll, yeah yeah I'm gonna keep uh, it just for the the direction alone it's interesting enough I mean the weirdest part for me is when the 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 cop the, he's a motorcycle cop right he he uh, when he, he they put him on they, they take him off the off duty because he gets stabbed in the leg chasing the kid down so he's gonna go out and cruise and find Christina Applegate oh, so at least he this takes the part his,
2: where the kid falls
0: <laughs> he takes his police car police motorcycle and then and he spends all this time like repainting it into a police motorcycle
2: yeah I, it's just <laughs> and and he <laughs> didn't go through any great lengths for it because he just he turns his blinkers on red and blue and it's just you could tell he just put a red takes... and blue light cover over the standard blinker <laughs>
0: yeah he, he, yeah but, it, but it's like he already has a uh, yeah it's just
2: yeah. Odd. He probably can't use it when he's not working, so.
0: I guess. I guess
2: that's what they were going for with that. Here I... it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right. Oh, hold on. I'm going gonna... to rewind that for everyone so they can watch it again too.
0: I'm going to I'm going to start remixing our video opening and I'm putting that in there. That's just awesome. You you kind of have to. I mean, on but I. This is. I mean, it's not a good. I wouldn't call it a good film. I mean, it's a Roger Corman film. Come on, well, yeah. but it's got a lot of good elements, and I would definitely recommend this for, to anybody who likes those kind of. Uh, it's. It also has that kind of weird feeling. <laughs> All right, you. Well, All right, I'm done.
2: I'm done. It, it's got that.
0: But... You you can kind of feel the eighties turning into the nineties in this movie, because it's that kind of eighties thriller. Uh, crime drama with you know the tw- creepy underage kid romance right. but at the same time the 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 filmmaking is so stylized that it's really going into that kind of 90s uh made for video feel uh oh, or yeah. pop culture oh. feel so it really has that kind of feeling of a melding of two two genres or two um two uh generations uh, i i would recommend it just for the cinematography uh, and calling it cinematography might be a bit much
2: <laughs> well, but, yeah, but no. it, I mean, For it the is the art of it. But you're right.
0: Yes, I mean the the direction, the lighting, and and again, nothing beats a big black cock of death.
2: <laughs> oh, I, you oh, keep you mentioning mean, that. Is my challenge? Is it geared in that direction?
0: You wish. You wish I was challenging you <laughs> to a big black cock of death. Um. although The 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 most stylized scene I can think of is when he takes the little Asian girl. Not Asian. Was she Asian? And puts her she in the uh, kind of the Filipino
2: to, to be honest
0: maybe Filipino uh, yeah not not all right a the little the, uh, off kilter little mongrel child and he takes her and puts her in the garbage can while she's like high on something right and she's talking about like like reaching up to touch her daddy and sparks flying on their fingers and like that that and just like that long shot of her looking up while he's pointing at the, the, the shotgun down into her in the barrel it's a really weird scene.
2: Yeah, it is, uh, especially when they do the shot where the the electricity, you know, kind of sparks and touches, you know, and it's, 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 it's almost like foreshadows his death. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's it, a, no,
2: you're right. It is a cool scene.
0: It's, there's a lot going on in this film, uh, beyond just, you know, young kids in love on heroin running away from a serial killer. There's, there really, I, I would be interested in a remake of this by somebody like a, a Lynch type director. Somebody who was really into the. I mean, th- you could see a film like this. Uh, I could see this as a Lynch film.
2: Sure. Oh, easily.
0: Easily. Easily. And you uh, might so even use
2: definitely. like similar type of cinematography, too. Different That's, what and, That's what I'm saying. That's
0: what I'm saying. But we'd be a bit definitely. more intense, probably. And in the character, it would be more complicated, but it's got that feel to it. So uh, it's definitely probably. I, I think it, as far as the history of these types of films in this time period, It probably deserves a bit more attention than it's getting now, which is none. Yeah, and
2: it's unfortunate. But like I said, you know, Shout Factory did the D V D release. Maybe we should email them. I think they're a small enough company that they might actually answer an email. I'm totally serious.
0: Yeah. How come how how come you don't have audio commentary? Of, uh, well, David uh, let, let's just,
2: not go crazy on the audio commentary. I'm just well, talking about of
0: David M- them uh, releasing the a scene. real
2: copy of this to get some real exposure.
0: No, no, no. We, we, we want an audio commentary from David Mendelham but only during the sex scene.
2: <laughs> and he has to watch himself falling off the bike a lot. And <laughs> then he he has to comment on it.
0: Can you see the audio commentary from that? that When she gives him the condom and stuff, like, that that was probably like the best moment of my life. It was all downhill from there.
2: Yeah, we shot that scene first, I'm, I'm surprised it even showed up for the rest of the movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they made me wait until the end of the, of the shooting for that. That was, uh, yeah. She was actually drugged because I had to be on top of her. That's, that's how bad it was. <laughs> all Christina right. Applegates. So, yeah, I wanted to do method, so I actually took heroin during the filming.
2: Yeah, I wanted to be a real method actor. Just wanted to get
0: in the part. It's going to be a meth actor.
2: Meth. <laughs> All right, so it's currently rated five point nine on i m d b yes, and uh, I was actually surprised that it was rated that high because mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong, i I think six is is a pretty good number for this movie
0: i I agree. I think it deserves a bit more above a five because of you can right. tell there's a lot going on, and it it does handle it with a serious tone, and again, you know the lighting, the direction. Uh, little imagery, uh, the fucking wheelchair dog, whatever the hell that is, uh, all that stuff really make, r- raises it beyond just your typical exploitation movie. It's like somebody actually gave a shit, and that and, for me is worth a star.
2: And when I say you know I'm surprised, I, I am surprised that I I I, th- I see people watching this and not getting it. You know, N- not not thinking the way we're thinking when we watch it, and just you know just <laughs> rating it below what it should get but surprisingly i think a lot of people do kind of get it when they watch this so i think six is a good number for the movie i think it's a it's a good it's a good rating it's better than average and it's definitely it's not a seven when you get seven you you get into like good like great movie territory so
0: for seven i want to i want to be able to understand the wheelchair doc
2: i need to see nipples for a seven
0: that's or just... nipples, yeah. Either one of those would would earn us a seven here, but yeah, I'd go with six. Uh, okay, it's only got four hundred and twenty nine votes. Wow. And uh, and okay. six is the highest rating on IMDb. So.
2: Okay. Any tens in there?
0: Uh, yes. Sixteen percent were tens. Wow. Highest highest demographic, females thirty to forty four. Lowest demographic, one? uh, males thirty to forty four.
2: you know why it's like what i said last week it's the 30 to 44 men there's like shit didn't get to see Christine applegate's tits giving this a low rating women like looking at it as the like what what we talked about with the character the lighting uh her living on the streets uh, the whole development and they're just they they're like oh this is better 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 and the men are like fuck no tits (laughs) men suck men suck all right. Yeah. So now you have a movie challenge for me.
0: Yes, I do, and you're not going to be able to guess it. So I'm just going to tell That's,
2: you. Well, don't just tell me. I'd like to, but you know, maybe get well, a hint or something. What's the theme? I'll,
0: I'll give you some hints, but you're not going to get it. You got to uh, give me the a theme. theme. I'm well. I got a, a couple. A couple of themes here. The main theme is going to be we're still going to be on the streets. Okay. And we're still going to be dealing with death, and we're still going to be dealing with teenage girls. Now. Where it's going to differ a bit is that I'm I don't think there's as much homelessness as there is street gang stuff. Uh, however, the uh, another oddly uh, similar theme un- undertoned is that doing the research for the films for uh, Streets, I did notice the fact that there are a lot of people out there who like the soundtrack, The Streets, which it is an interesting soundtrack, and the soundtrack was never released. Really? Okay. And the and the film I'm about to challenge you is also a film that people have often raved about the soundtrack, and there has never been a soundtrack released. Also, okay. the female lead in yeah. Streets was an actress that was... Uh, let's say her, she gained her fame from an earlier television show. Whereas in the film I'm going to challenge you, the lead actress uh, earned her... Named the fame earned her fame when she was much younger in an earlier film. Shit, I'll 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 give I'll give I'll give you a giveaway, but I still don't think you're gonna get it. Okay. The 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 word street is still in the title.
2: Still in the title. Yes. Is this a? F- I mean, when you tell me, am I gonna have have I? seen this? Think, Is this a film yeah, that I probably I saw?
0: I don't know if you saw it, but I know I'm sh- pretty sure you know of it. Okay. It's not obscure in as much as Streets wasn't uh, obscure. Okay. It's just not a film that, you know, they play a lot of primetime television these days. Can you tell me the actress's name? That may give it away. We're going to be going for a young, uh, uh also, oh, I, I oh, She's also been in another film we reviewed.
2: Really? Okay.
0: Yes. Only she was roller skating in that film.
2: This is... Oh, shit. So this is Linda Blair. Linda Blair. Oh, fuck. Is this the one with uh, Wingshauser?
0: Wingshauser? Is Wingshauser in that? No, Wingshauser is not in this, but Linnea Quigley is.
2: Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, all right, at least I'm guaranteed to see some tits. <laughs> uh, no, I'm drawing a blank, so you may as well tell We're everybody. Talk
0: about the 1984 street crime epic Savage Streets.
2: Uh, sa- I, okay, now Now, I this
0: film is apparently not easy to find, but I happen to have acquired the two-disc special edition DVD. <laughs> So <laughs> we do have a copy to which, with which to review and to which fill, view and review.
2: We uh, we didn't we show a trailer for this not that long ago. Like we posted it on the movie sarcastic site.
0: I don't think so. I, I think remember thinking,
2: watching the trailer recently for some reason.
0: Yeah, I think the I think what you're thinking of is that other film that takes place in the streets that I had never heard of when you when you put it it. I forget police story I think or police something. That's what I'm thinking. You're thinking. Okay,
2: right? maybe, maybe. Wow, six point yeah. four on IMDb. It's almost good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> almost.
2: Almost. So all right, I challenge. love it. Great, Savage Streets. Fantastic. Good challenge, sir.
0: Well, of course.
2: Of course, that's what we do here. Ah. <laughs> uh. All right. All right. So, well, <laughs> we done. Yeah, I think so.
0: Wow! All right, short and sweet episode. I mean, it's I mean, an but, hour.
2: That's what we've been doing lately.
0: Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, again, I just want to say with Streets, unlike some of the other films that we will review say, oh, it's it's a horrible film. You got to see because it it's bad. I, even though it's not what you would say call a good film per se, yeah, I do recommend seeing it if you if you're somebody that actually you know cares about things like lighting, and uh, yeah.
2: if you, you can know, acquire imagery, yourself a copy. If anyone, yeah, if I, you can acquire yourself a copy, go, go, go get it.
0: Yeah, it's not easy to find, but you know, good luck. No, no. Uh, but no, no. I'm sorry. We, you, you can, you can buy it from uh, Shout Factory for 19.99. Go to the Shout Factory and do a search for Streets.
2: And if you still have a mom and pop video store in your area, they might actually have it for rent still. Right. Most video stores are kind of gone these days. But I
0: think I think we need to We need to become a sponsor. Or Shout Factory needs to be... We, we, we don't want to sponsor anybody. We want Shout Factory to sponsor us. We need to get on that.
2: I told you. Let's
0: email them. I think we should. We're going to email Shout Factory. Let's do it. That's All right. right. That's <laughs> what we're doing. <laughs> okay.
2: All right. Uh, episode, uh, what, 142 of Movie Sucktastic? Something like that. If you liked what you heard, you can go to our website... At Moviesucktastic.com. If and you, you can download... It. What's that?
0: If you don't like it, you can still go
2: there. You it's can loud. still go there. Uh, you can download our shows there. You can listen to the show there. You can watch the live feed right from the website. You can also go to Livestream.com slash Moviesucktastic and do the same thing there as well. You can go to iTunes and download our show, all of our shows to your favorite uh, iPod or MP3 player of your choice. Please leave reviews when you're there because we always appreciate them. Review email... us. That's right. We're getting more and more. Um, uh, you can leave us email at themovieguys at You can also leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.com. Do- uh, go to our Facebook Tumblr. page.
0: Tumblr. Tumblr.
2: Facebook page uh, Facebook.com slash Moviesuntastic You can also do uh-huh. a, a search for us in your favorite search engine and Google. we'll come right up Google, Google it You can Google it bitch Right And uh, that about does it with that you have any words of wisdom sir
0: I love you but I love heroin more
2: <laughs> Alright everybody Talk to you next week Bye-bye. Bye Bye!